Welcome to the Positive Impact Podcast, where we dive into the world of movers, shakers, and changemakers, creating a positive impact on the world. This is your host, Alexandra Black Pollock, and together we're going to tackle real issues, discovering how we can make the world a better place. If you were listening in on Wednesday, then you got to hear Leslie Fishlock's amazing recount of how Geek Girls is empowering girls in STEM. That's your science, technology, engineering, and math. So for this Stories from the Field episode, we wanted to shake it up a little bit and connect with a female engineer to talk about what it's like working in that space. Luckily, I just so happened to be hosting my best friend, Kelsey Redesell, who is a process engineer, to break that down for us. Kelsey, thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. Thanks for having me, Alex. Now, process engineer, you're going to have to break that down for me just a little bit. What exactly does that mean? Okay, so process engineering is when you're making a product on a really large scale. So very big facilities, really large machines that you're going to work around on a daily basis. Cool. So on a day-to-day, what does that look like for you? Mine is in a facility where you have to wear hairnets, and it's a really big machine that's about a football field long. A football field-sized machine. What's it like walking around those facilities? They're quite large. It depends on where you're at and what they're making. Some of them are really huge where they have different businesses at each location. So you could walk through, see one thing being made, walk to the next building, see something else being made. So you get a lot of steps in in your daily activities. <laughs> <laughs> and as you've been mentioning while you were here, you also get to travel with a hard hat and steel-toed shoes. <laughs> yeah, definitely not the funnest thing to do, but gotta do it. <laughs> Now, tell me about how many women are in your space. Uh, For process engineering, there's not many in there. In a given day, there's maybe two people in a room of 25 people. So you're usually the oddball out, but it's pretty fun. Now, one thing that's kind of interesting is, especially with you, you're a little bit younger. And you're also a female. And you're going in and working with different manufacturers kind of around the U.S., What's it like going in both as a woman and somebody a little bit younger who's kind of going in trying to instruct different groups? So I've learned through the past couple years being in the industry, you have to go in and make sure you introduce yourself off the bat and show respect to these people because you're coming in and you're supposed to be leading a project and you have people you're working with that have been with the company for 25, 30 years and you have less than five years under your belt. So it's a really good thing to make sure you're direct to the people, tell them, hey, I'm new, I'm Kelsey, be willing to help me please and I'll help you guys along because I know what I need to do but I don't know every step that needs to be done to get to my goals. So you have to definitely show them respect and they'll show you respect back. Now, when you're going in, and like we've established, process engineer, there's not a lot of women in this role. So oftentimes, when you went into the space, people actually mistaken you for a different role that tends to have more females. That's correct. So in my travels so far, I've definitely learned that when you go in, and a lot of people I have never met before, and you show up on the day you're supposed to be doing things, so I go up to them, and I make sure to introduce myself. There's definitely many times where I'm walking around and I am having to wear different hats to get stuff taken care of and people assume I'll know those just because I am a female. So I do have to repeat that I'm a process engineer quite often, but as long as you make those introductions up front, it usually helps out the situation. And just remind people that you're in that role 
even though you're female and it's just it's not very common <laughs> yes exactly now going back to college do you see more females starting to enter this space did you have like a lot more girls just going out for these types of jobs so throughout college there's definitely different engineering fields where there are more females so chemical engineers there's a lot more of them um, I heard it's the first one that opened up to females. I'm not really sure if that's true or not. But if you go into mechanical or electrical or computer engineering, there's usually a lot less females there. So, but as the years have gone on though, there are a lot more females entering in the field. And I definitely hear that a lot from coworkers that have been in the field for 30 plus years. And they make lots of comments saying there's more and more females coming in and they're getting more used to working with the female and their personality. It's just kind of convenient coming into it and them having a little bit more, um, a broader understanding. Very exciting for this space. Now, let's go back. When we connected with Makeda Ricketts in episode 10, she's really trying to engage women in STEM by addressing the issue when they're really young. And this is about eighth grade. So eighth grade, what kept you motivated and just interested in your science and your math? So I happen to be really lucky that I have a family that likes to tinker with mechanical things out in the shop. So that was my first exposure to mechanical type things you could do. And that's kind of what made me interested in those type of things. Also, I had summer camps my mom would send me to while they were working. And they were things where you could build little bridges and see how much weight you could put on them and just fun little things that expose you to what engineering world could be like. And so that's kind of what helped keep me engaged as long as well as my mom would give me all of our electronics that were broken and I could take them apart. So VCRs, <laughs> telephones, anything like that, I really enjoyed that type of thing. And I think since those were things that kind of were exposed me throughout my whole life through my childhood, that's kind of what kept me hooked on it. It's really breaking it down that it had to be fun. I mean, I personally didn't take a part of VCR or anything like that. But it really was. It was about showing you from a different perspective and just saying that this is something that you can do and it's something that you were very good at. I just really enjoyed knowing the how and why things worked. And I think that's what kind of fueled my curiosity of that subject and having parents that allowed me to explore those things is what really helped me going. So as these companies are starting to bring more and more women into these spaces, are you finding that they bring a different perspective to the job? Definitely. I found that females have definitely brought a different perspective to the engineering world or any male-dominated world in general. Uh, I know that a male invented the tampon, which you would think that a female should have had some kind of say in that. Just a little bit. I mean, you know, I'm sure every guy knows exactly the functions that that serves and what works better. So I know in the engineering world, at least, uh, a lot of companies are starting to value what a female's perspective brings to the table. Everybody has great ideas and bringing more diversity helps you be able to move forward and be more creative. I love that you focus not just on women, but just diversity in general and really learning to incorporate different ideas, different genders, different ethnicities, you know, ages, just working to have the most well-rounded ideas and people surrounding the table so that the products you're creating really start to represent and address things that are actually we're finding in society today. Exactly. And when people are willing to go through those barriers and willing to work with each other, you come up with some really, really cool ideas. So I had that with me last week 
threw something together, threw it onto a machine with duct tape and cardboard, and hey, new idea. <laughs> Hopefully that wasn't the tampon. No, not a tampon. Don't worry, that wouldn't be allowed. <laughs> Amazing. So you brought up the idea that going back to your college days, you're finding a lot more women as a chemical engineer. And you were in the chemical engineering space in college. What was what were your college courses like? And I know that you have a lot of friends who were chemical engineers, also female chemical engineers as well. Uh, so a lot of the classes that I took, they're definitely very math intensive. But if you find a really fun group of people to work with, it makes it a lot easier. You have to take lots of different classes that have to deal with uh, fluids, heats, just anything that you see. That sounds like really fun classes. I mean, I was an art major, so I got to take some fun classes, but you know, heat and fluids and experiments, I mean, that sounds pretty entertaining. Granted, I personally know a lot of engineers, so I know that that was also a very challenging space as well. Hey, we did have an elective where you could make wine or beer. What? That would have been a fun class, That's right? a lot of chemistry. It is a lot of chemistry. So to all of you, future wine or beer connoisseurs, there's some chemistry classes out there waiting for you. <laughs> Wonderful. And Kelsey, if you're talking to all of those other eighth grade girls who are just maybe not interested in science, they're not interested in math, they just don't know if it's for them, what advice do you have for them? I would say follow whatever really interests you. It doesn't matter if it's male dominated or not. Make sure you pursue the things in your life that you really find interesting or happy with. And if there is something that you would like to do, uh, make sure to ask your parents or friends or anybody just to get exposure to it. There's a lot of things in my day-to-day -day life where I haven't had exposure to yet, and I ask, and everyone has been super friendly and willing to show me what it all entails. I love that you say no matter what the industry, and regardless of if it's male-dominated or not, just recently in the last couple of weeks, there's a very, very male-dominated field, the NFL, which just announced their very first female coach, the actually the Arizona Cardinals, and they have Jen Walter. So really, women are starting to break out into every type of industry. I have to admit, I, it never even occurred to me to have a female coach for the NFL. So um, excited to see women breaking into all different areas. Kelsey, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me, Alex. Well, movers and shakers, I hope you thoroughly enjoyed today's insight to the engineering world as much as I did. For all the resources mentioned today, head on over to our show notes page at positiveimpactpodcast.com slash stories slash engineering. And if you're looking for a daily dose of positivity, check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash groups slash positiveimpactcommunity. Until next time, keep doing your part to make the world a better place.